Welcome. You're listening to Janesville Mobilizing for Changes Together for Change podcast, your source for local substance abuse prevention matters in Janesville and Rock County. Here's your host, Jane Goldberg. Welcome back. We are continuing on with our Sector Spotlight series, and today I have with me Caitlin Turkowski. She is from the healthcare sector, and Caitlin is a public health nurse at the Rock County Public Health Department. Thanks for being with us, Caitlin. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So I know that you've been involved with JM4C for several years now. It started before COVID did. And then when COVID hit, you kind of had to take a step back and deal with that. Um, But the last few months, you've been back with us and we're so appreciative. Um, But I wanted to ask, what got you interested in getting involved with coalition work for JM4C? So as you mentioned, I do work for the Rock County Health Department. And so they like to have a presence at most of the coalitions. There's a lot to attend, but for the most part, we want to have a presence and um, be involved in changes that others are helping. So that's how I got introduced to JM4C. But um, substance abuse prevention um, has kind of always had a soft spot. Um, I did a project for my BSN degree And that's how I kind of learned how many different resources we have in our community. Yes. So substance use um, prevention is very important. And um, your background kind of led you to our coalition. Um, What are some of the strategies that um, JM4C does that you were interested in helping out with? One reason I was interested is I was born and raised here in Rock County. So... um, Obviously, our community is important to me, and I have a lot of young cousins, too, so I just want to make sure that I'm making a difference, and I've always had um, strong empathy for others, Um, and I believe substances um, touch each and every one of us, Um, and we may not know it at the time, but even in my previous experience as a hospice nurse, I had to deal with drug diversion. Um, We are prescribing um, some opioids and using them what they're intended to use for Mm -hmm. and um unfortunately you know people decided to take those and abuse them um and saw the ugly side of yeah that and it's so easy to quickly judge someone um and be upset but there's so many factors involved um that and I didn't even realize, you know, I was part of prevention. Like I continued to implement interventions just to make sure um, the drugs stayed in the, you know, out of the hands of the wrong people. Mm-hmm. So. so a lot of like the raising awareness that we do with um, make sure that you lock up your drugs in home medication lock boxes, dispose of any drugs you no longer need, um, such as taking them to drug drop boxes or our take back events. It is, and that's, you know, I find the work interesting and fascinating, all the moving factors and contributing factors that lead to substance abuse and misuse, and it's easy to gripe on social media, but I want to be a part of the solution, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's the biggest thing is finding, you know, what you're passionate about and doing something about it. Um, it's challenging because the work is slow process and it yep. and it happens 
slowly over time. And that's one big thing that I have struggled with Mm -hmm. um, as far as getting that immediate gratification in nursing, you know, helping someone. So, yeah, it's definitely a marathon, not a sprint. All right. So how about um, barriers? Were there any barriers for getting involved in coalition work from your from the healthcare side of things? Yeah, I think just awareness, um, you know, getting involved in a coalition, unless you're aware of it and what it is, then you can't be involved. And mm-hmm. so, um, like I said, I learned about more about it during um, my bachelor's and nursing degree um, and, and then just being exposed to it as a public health nurse where when you're a floor nurse, you're not necessarily seeing that side. Um, and then the other aspect that I think is a big barrier is misconceptions because I had those before I started just how much time and energy it takes to be on a coalition. But at least in my experience with JM4C, because um, I'm working on... Um, I finished my master's, but working towards nurse practitioner. And um, so I wasn't able to be as involved. I attended the meetings, which are, it's just an hour a month. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm on a break from school, I have a little more time to dedicate um, to volunteering. So that's that's one of them. Don't hesitate because life is busy. Mm-hmm. And when there's those lulls is when you can um, pitch in and do a little more. Exactly. And I think... I don't want to speak for all coalitions, but um, I think we have that understanding with people are busy. They have um, jobs and families and things like that. But we want to, when you can donate some time at staffing a booth at a rec night or helping out at the farmer's market when we do a drug take back day, like just those little things here and there can really make a difference. Um, one, I guess one other barrier and th- and things that I have learned. Um, like when I was young, I was never interested in politics, but a lot of things do. Um, unfortunately, that's how you can get funding and different things and make changes. And like I said, it's a slow, frustrating process. But um, when you get involved the, in whatever you're passionate about, whether it's JM4C or another, um, they can help you, you know, write to your legislator or help you, um, give you suggestions on um, what things we can try to do to make changes. Mm-hmm. And like I said, um, you know, you're not going to learn that on, on Facebook or TikTok or Snapchat. Like, right. um, yeah, and you don't have to, it doesn't have to be political, but it you learn how to make change. Right, exactly. All right, so I just kind of wanted to move on because when JM4C applies for grant opportunities, we want to look at data. And I know that the health department has a big hand in the community health assessment and the community health improvement plan. So can you just talk a little bit more about what that is? Yeah, so public health, I'll just kind of give a quick brief summary, is... um, Public health, our goal is to care for the community. So the community is our patient and all of Rock County, um, Janesville, Milton, Edgerton. And um, just like when you go to your doctor and they check your blood pressure, they record it. It's a form of data. They're saving it um, down the road. Maybe you have hypertension. They're going to use meds, medication to intervene and treat that. Mm -hmm. And so public health, we collect data too, but just in a different way. Um, sense, you know. Um, so 
place of last drink. I'll let you say a little more about what yep. that data is. So the health department started a work group, I guess you could call it, several years ago called um, HERE, which stands for Health Equity Alliance of Rock County. And they bring all the community partners together to work on um, what this report shows our needs in our community. And one thing that JM4C has helped with is the place of last drink report, where we look at um, the number of arrests, OWI arrests, and see if we can trace that back to a certain location, like a bar or restaurant, to see if they have a high number of mentions in that report. And then we can focus our education efforts with that business to help them reduce those numbers. So. Yeah, so at the health department, we collect data from our partners. We also um, collect data on our end. Um, So we take all of that data, data, and that's our CHA community health assessment. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's conducted every three to five years. And then, so they just uh, finished and finalized one um, in 2020. And so that's the CHIP, that's the um, community health improvement plan. Um, so we take all the data, we identify the cons- the biggest concerns, and as well as weakness or the positive things about our community, mm-hmm. but okay. the weaknesses, and then we will focus on improving those things. So okay. this year's, um, well, for the next three to five years, we're going to focus on mental health and access to care. Mm-hmm. And like an ex- example of a success story is one of the previous years. Um, there was a need for more dental providers and access to dental health. Mm -hmm. And um, they have seen over time with the data collection that um, access to dental care has improved. Mm -hmm. And it is a great group. I highly like recommend if you want to get involved, if you're a listener and you can contribute something, it's a great place to be because um, everyone is working towards the same goal. All right, so we're getting to towards the end of our time here, and I just wanted to ask, um, what recommendations or advice do you have for coalitions and people who work in healthcare? Um, what can they do better to work together? Um, in my opinion, I think there's a few highlights. I think collaborative partnerships are essential to make change, um, and remind all of my healthcare colleagues and people out there like just continuously check yourself for compassion fatigue I think that is Mm -hmm. really easy Um, and you don't even realize it so um, we have to be aware of that and then um, I like to also think of substance abuse and misuse kind of like a tree there's the roots and then there's the branches Mm -hmm. and um and this could be with alcohol drugs or vaping but you know there's the roots which are the where the problems stem from and then it branches out like (laughs) you could have a conversation and there's so many contributing factors and people at play that Mm -hmm. it's just it's huge so that's where collaborative partnerships come along Mm -hmm. um I think we have to bring every entity to the table. That includes like medical staff, ER, primary care, um, uh, EMS, law enforcement, all mm-hmm. all of them from all communities in Rock County. Right. Um, to be to make sure we're on the same page, and then also I think there's so many resources that people aren't aware. Like if you're not, you know you're not aware of them and. 
a lot of them do depend on funding. So something might be here today, but not tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's for at least for JM4C as far as um, getting everyone together. You know, it's important because you guys are working on primary prevention, preventing. Um, the problem before it happens Mm -hmm. and you have to keep up on the latest trends because things change so quickly they're always changing (laughs) awesome well those are great suggestions and thank you for joining us i really appreciate it thank you all right stay tuned for our next episode where we highlight a community partner